0: Good morning and welcome to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan and I'm here with Jennifer Matthews, the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario.
1: Thanks Jim and good morning to you as well and also happy Thanksgiving.
0: (laughs) You know it's hard to believe that we are already at that time of year Jennifer.
1: I know and in spite of everything time does march on and although we've met a lot of challenges there's still a lot to be thankful for. And one of those things might be great experience with a business or a service you've needed. So this morning, we will talk about one way you can show your appreciation when we talk about posting business reviews on the BBB.org website.
0: You know, we're always thankful for good health. And when we're met with challenges, we're thankful that there are some solutions. And one of those solutions might be a hearing aid. And later this morning, we'll learn how to determine if you need a hearing check.
1: Yes, and if life has perhaps handed you some mobility challenges, you might be thankful to learn there are devices available to help maintain your comfort and independence. A firm that provides some of that help is Action Healthcare, and owner Mike Ford joins us now. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. So, Mike, since the invention of the wheel, humankind has created tools to help in daily living. What are some of the common inventions people come to you for? Uh,
2: Walkers, wheelchairs, lift chairs, scooters, different mobility devices, help them out.
1: And are some people uh, sometimes surprised that there is a product that will help them meet challenges of daily living and help keep them more independent and comfortable, perhaps in their own home?
2: Yeah, they certainly are surprised at the different range of uh, products that are available today, and different types of uh, options that are available
1: and speaking of those different products have you seen an increase in the range and type of products available over recent years
2: yes there's quite a quite a big range now you you get stuff right from very small daily living items right up to expensive home elevators so there's a definite um, broad spectrum of product that's available for people to to use to live in their homes longer these days
0: Those daily items, can you uh, just briefly give us uh, an overview of that or or how we might even see some products that we haven't thought would be uh, something we might, A, need, or B, uh, that exists?
2: Uh, Some of those products would be sort of like um, stocking aids that would help you put on compression hose, um, reachers to help you pick different things up from the floor, weighted utensils if you uh, have tremors or anything, they help with that. There's a wide range of stuff, uh, rehab equipment, exercise balls and therapy balls, TheraBand to help uh, rehab, uh, bracing, back supports, um, all kinds of different um, devices that we have that help people in their their daily lives and hopefully improve it. Now, you very
0: briefly mentioned elevators. Uh, When mobility becomes a challenge, stairs can be quite a barrier. So uh, besides elevators, what are, what are some of the solutions available to overcome that obstacle of stairs?
2: Uh, some less expensive uh, options from elevators would be just straight stair lifts, and they can be installed in most homes um, within two to three hours. Um, we also do curved stair lifts. So if you have a, a, a curve or a landing or something, we can accommodate that. They're quite a bit more money than the standard straight ones as they're custom for each home. There's also uh, ramps that can be built or uh, porch lifts and different items that will help you get in through the garage or the front porch or something with a lift uh, up to 72 inches. So they they work quite well to access your home.
0: Are there any subsidies or supports for people that need to
2: go to that length? There are some. uh, March of Dimes helps do a little bit of funding. Uh, There are service clubs that will also help funding. Uh, The government has an assisted devices program that works for a bunch of different items, mobility, which is what we deal with. It also does CPAP, and we're not into that, unfortunately, but oxygen and things like that. But there's quite a range of uh, help from the government that way too.
1: So in this uh, age of technology we're living in right now, Mike, where we can ask Alexa or Siri to help us out, are there any of your products that people can take advantage of that use that type of technology?
2: Uh, Yes, a lot of the newer power chairs have got... um, Electronics on them that you can use Wi-Fi or Bluetooth to remotely access the unit to diagnose any problems that maybe have arrived arise with the chair or the uh, stair lift. They're they're all getting into uh, technology that way that makes a big difference for for people. So if you've got somebody a little further, you know, an hour or so away from your branch, you can maybe diagnose it over the phone and save an expensive service call out there. We mentioned um, uh,
0: insurance plans or uh the costs are some of these medical devices uh, covered by insurance plans
2: yes uh, quite a few of them are covered by insurance plans Uh, you will usually need a a script from your doctor and they will cover quite quite a few of them will cover depends on the coverage of the insurance company obviously but they do cover a lot of uh, of our devices Um, and with a script a lot of the braces and different items are tax-free along with a, a wide range of our products that do not have tax on them. So it's, it's nice that way that it helps everybody out. Uh,
1: do you uh, handle referrals from physicians and perhaps other rehabilitation professionals?
2: Yes, we get a lot of referrals from physicians and occupational therapists and physiotherapists that are prescribing equipment for um, clients. Uh, we work hand-in-hand hand with them to make sure that the pro- proper product is selected for them.
1: Sometimes the mobility issues we're facing are not permanent, but rather temporary while we're recuperating from an injury. Do you provide rental options or is there a repurchase policy?
2: Uh, Yes, we rent basically everything we sell, excluding a few smaller items. But um, that's quite often the case for people. They want to rent it as it is short term after surgery or something. Um, We do also buy a lot of used equipment back and resell it or use it for our rental pool. So there's definitely some options for people that do not want to own it for a long period of time.
0: If somebody's listening
2: right now and they uh,
0: think they'd like to go through a consultation, uh, what's the best way for them to
2: uh, access Action Healthcare, Mike? Uh, there's a couple of ways. We have a uh, website that they can access things through there, and we check our emails regularly. There's links to the, the generic email, info at Healthcare, or we have uh, the St. Mary's branch's phone number is 519-284-4348. We do also have a toll-free number that can be reached from outside of the local area, which is 1-866-222-4843. Well, Mike, we want to thank you very much for your time
0: with myself and Jennifer this morning and for giving us some insight into what is available if we meet some of life's mobility challenges. Perfect. Thank
2: you. Very nice to talk to both of you. Nice to
1: speak to you, Mike.
0: Mike Ford is the owner of Action Healthcare, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And you'll find them by searching the BBB directory under mobile scooters, wheelchairs, or medical equipment.
1: Do you need a hearing test? Stay tuned to find out.
0: Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Jennifer Matthews, who is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario.
1: And before the break, we asked the question, do you need a hearing test? Our next guest will help answer that question as we welcome Treva Murray of Beck Hearing Aid Centre. Good morning, Treva. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So your website has a hearing survey to help people determine if they might be experiencing a hearing loss. How was the survey developed and what are some of the questions it presents to people?
3: So the survey is um, you know, a bit of an informal screening to just see if people around you maybe have noticed that your hearing isn't quite as sharp as it used to be, or if you have certain difficulties that might indicate a hearing loss. Because a lot of times we get by as we slowly lose our hearing and we You know, don't notice it for a couple of years. And so the questions are meant to determine if maybe that's happening and you just really haven't noticed. So some of the questions are, you know, do you find it harder to hear when people whisper or women's voices and children's voices? um, Do you have trouble hearing in loud environments, such as a noisy restaurant? Um, You know, do your loved ones tell you that maybe they think you have hearing loss or do they ask you to turn down the television? So just you know, simple screening questions like that, that that maybe help to kind of show if there's something going on.
0: So do we need to be referred by a, a general physician to access uh, the tests and, and uh, to determine a hearing disorder?
3: No. Nope. So oftentimes um, a GP will refer someone to go get a hearing test. It's absolutely not necessary. If anybody, you know, suspects that there's a hearing loss, Um, they can absolutely access uh, a free hearing test and a
1: consultation with with a specialist. And how often then should people be having their hearing checked?
3: Uh, I mean, it depends on your age and if you suspect a loss. So if you're young, but you are having trouble, um, you know, navigating small children's voices or like I said, loud environments, then absolutely come in. And if there is a loss, um, then we recommend uh, an annual appointment to just keep an eye on it. Um, and then if you're, you know, between 50 and 60 years old, uh, even if you don't suspect that you have a loss, we do recommend uh, coming in and getting a, getting a hearing test. And then at least you have a baseline and you can come every year and compare and see if, if you're losing your hearing or if everything is fine and,
1: um, you know, no harm done. So when we... Think about solutions to hearing loss the most common one we might think about are the hearing aids but are there any surgical or medicinal solutions that can be investigated yeah so uh and i just want to maybe preface this with uh
3: the fact that i'm not an audiologist or a doctor of any kind um, so this is just based on knowledge you know that i've garnered in the practice and and spoken to uh, hearing care professionals about um but basically it depends on the type of hearing loss that you have. So if you have a conductive loss, um, there that means that there's something kind of preventing the proper transmission of sound to the inner ear. It could be a bone mass uh, in the way, it's something physical inside your physical makeup that they can go in and remove. You can get surgery uh, and sometimes there's medication as well. And that's why it's important to make sure you understand the diagnosis of your hearing loss and you should see a properly trained professional and um, have them examine the ear because yeah, like I said, there are, there are certain um, instances where surgery or medication is an option. So how would that affect the choice for a hearing aid? So uh, in most cases, the the choice of the hearing aid is really going to depend on uh, more on the severity of the loss than the type of hearing loss. So if you have a profound hearing loss you're going to need a high powered hearing aid which is different than if you have just a mild or a, or a moderate loss right um, and then other factors really that come into play when you're when you're choosing a hearing aid would be the size of your ear canal whether you have uh, chronic ear infections what your lifestyle is so what your what your needs are basically for that for that hearing aid in your life
0: are hearing aids covered by OHIP or, or other medical insurance plans Trevor?
3: So, unfortunately, none of the hearing care that uh, that our patients receive is covered by OHIP. Uh, However, the Ministry of Health's Assistive Devices Program, or ADP, does provide up to $500 per year every five years towards a hearing aid. So, for a set of hearing aids, obviously, it's $1,000 every every five years.
0: So, what is the overall range of cost of, of hearing aids? And and we take into account the fact that there are uh, different types that might be needed.
3: Absolutely, and, and it's and it's a really broad range, and that's probably the most common question that we get because uh, it is a significant investment. Um, so on the low end, assuming that a patient has you know mild to moderate hearing loss, and they really just need. The hearing aid to speak with their spouse alone at home maybe hear better on the phone or, or watch tv you know an entry-level type hearing aid uh, for a pair would be about two thousand uh, dollars and then there's a scale obviously all the way up to you know the highest power if you want a lot of um, wireless capabilities wind reduction, better hearing in background noise, all of that type of thing, um, you know, you could spend upwards of $7,000 for
1: for a pair of hearing aids. And what are some of those things we can do to take care of that hearing aid and maintain it well? So the most important thing
3: for the, for the user to keep in mind is that the hearing aids need to be kept clean. So we do recommend, uh, you know, nightly cleaning of the hearing aid uh, and they need to be kept dry. So you can put them in in a special container with a special compound that will keep it dry, or you can just make sure that you're, um, you know, storing them in a dry environment. They do have wax guards built in, which collect the earwax and stop it from, you know, blocking the microphone and affecting the performance of the hearing aid. So those wax guards need to be changed on a regular basis um, we like to bring our patients in every six months for a clean and check so that it gets uh, a thorough cleaning in our clinic and we check it for any any damage or um, any, anything that's not working properly or needs to be changed out, maybe little parts or whatever. So, uh, so you do want to keep it clean and dry at home, change out your wax guards and make sure that you're visiting the hearing clinic every six months or so to, to have it checked out.
0: And Trevor, if uh, anyone out there had to turn the radio up to hear everything you had to share with us this morning, perhaps they'll want to visit with you. Uh, Trevor, we want to thank you very much for your time here on Ask BBB this morning.
3: Thank you so much.
0: Trevor Murray is with Beck Hearing Aid Centre, an accredited business with the BBB, serving Western Ontario with an A-plus rating. You can learn more about them by searching them by name in the BBB directory, and you'll see full information, and you'll find links to their website, and their social media pages as well.
1: One way to show appreciation for good service or a pleasant transaction is to post a review on the BBB.org website. We'll talk about how and why when we return.
0: Welcome back to this final segment of Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan, and I'm here with Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Jennifer, we know that more and more people are going to the BBB website and the business directory to do research before they make a purchase or sign a service contract. In addition to ratings and other information, they can find reviews of the business.
1: Yes, and online reviews have become part of our day-to-day life. According to one survey, 82% claim that online reviews made an impact on their purchasing decision. So whether you're looking for a new hairstylist, an online clothing retailer, or even a roofer, consumers go online to find out firsthand experience of businesses. They want to know the good and the bad of the businesses before they hand over their hard-earned money to them. So
0: what makes the BBB customer reviews unique?
1: So the power of customer reviews, coupled with BBB's detailed business information, gives the public even more reason to use BBB as a one-stop free resource. How our BBB customer reviews differ from other online reviews is that we actually verify the reviewer. We verify emails, follow up directly with the business, check IP addresses, and implement other safeguard efforts before the review is posted. We also don't allow third-party or anonymous reviews.
0: So how do people submit a review?
1: So if you go to bbb.org backslash reviews, you can search for a business there and complete a review online, or go directly to the business's BBB profile and click Submit a Review. So
0: let's talk about negative reviews. How how can a business deal with those?
1: Well, we all know that negative reviews happen. No business is perfect, but it is how a business deals with an issue that will show a future consumer their integrity. And remember, there are always two sides to a story. Knowing both sides helps consumers make wise purchasing decisions. If a business does receive a negative review, we recommend that the business respond to the review in a professional manner. The professional response won't put the blame on the consumer or deflect that responsibility. The business gets a chance to explain their side of the issue and the recourse taken to fix that issue. And that shows readers of the online review that the business might have had an issue, but they are still professional and ethical.
0: Great. So, so how can businesses promote reviews uh, from their customers? And of course, they'd like to
1: see some, some positive ones there. They do. So promoting reviews to your customers is a great way to get your clientele to be your cheerleaders. After a service or purchase is completed, the business can simply ask. Ask them to go online to tell others about their experience, whether it is on bbb.org, on Facebook, or on other review sites. The business can also send customers an email where they simply just have to click on a button that will take them back to the review site. BBB works with businesses and consumers to work together so that more people know where to find ethical businesses. And since this is Thanksgiving weekend, it's a great time to do something positive for the businesses you are happy with.
0: Yeah, that'll be a happy Thanksgiving. And, and Jennifer, besides Thanksgiving, a sure sign that fall has arrived and winter's just around the corner is that The Coats for Kids campaign is underway.
1: It is, and this year BBB is one of the drop-off points for your donations. So those donations can include all sizes of gently used or new winter coats, boots, snow pants, and store-bought hats, gloves, and scarves. We're collecting donations here at our our office from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. until October 21st.
0: So there's getting to be quite a collection, I take it. <laughs>
1: there is. You'll see some uh, pictures of our donations shortly on our social media sites. We are located at 190 Wortley Road, Suite 206, which is right in the heart of Wortley Village.
0: And a reminder that you can contact us anytime on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western O N T.
1: And if you have a comment or a question or a guest suggestion. Tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. We are always happy to hear from you.
0: And thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Jennifer Matthews.
0: Remember, ask BBB.
1: And start with trust.